Welcome back everyone to another episode of Psychocinematic. Today we'll be covering the movie Berlin Syndrome, directed by Kate Shortland, based on the book Berlin Syndrome, written by Melanie Joustin. Hope I'm saying that right. So this movie centers around these two characters, Claire, who is the backpacker from Australia, and Andy, the local from Berlin, Germany. Claire's backpacking in Berlin specifically because she really likes the GDR architecture, which is the German Democratic Republic architecture from the Cold War era. I looked it up a little bit, and it basically is just the architecture that the socialist regime at the time was using that they both needed, and it fit their ideals. Now it's interesting because I went to Berlin the same year that this movie came out and I saw a lot of this architecture, but I didn't really know that it was its own unique style. But I can tell you that uh, Berlin definitely put me on edge a little bit while we were there. We were staying in not the nicest part of town, but we had no idea. You know, you can only research so much and they say which neighborhoods are good and it turns out, oh, it's not actually that good. They're just doing drug deals in front of you nonstop. But that didn't stop my friend from going out to a nightclub on his own and getting into all sorts of mischief. And so when I was watching this movie, I was getting those vibes and it's, it, it's definitely an uncomfortable vibe. So the first thing that I noted down about this movie was the shot where Claire takes a second and she snaps some photos of the woman who's like beating out her rug out the window. And I thought that was an interesting shot choice because it starts to go in slow motion and a bus starts to pass the vision. You get this feeling that she's being watched, which turns out she was, but that's not why found it that interesting it's because as the camera obstructs a view you lose sight of her and then you see this poster of a skeleton and I immediately wrote down is this foreshadowing for the future and it was and you know granted she didn't die she got lucky but Andy was watching her at that point so she ends up meeting Andy and they're talking and he makes a comment about problems and she says what makes you think I have problems and he responds with well everyone who travels alone has problems immediate freaking red flag if you are traveling by yourself and someone says that or if you're anywhere you don't even have to be traveling you could be downtown they are fishing to know if you are alone so make something up if you're if you're threatened or if you feel threatened and I mean obviously she wasn't picking up on any signs but I mean she's completely oblivious this whole time we're about to get into more red flags too she then takes him to this garden cottage area and they're talking she gets a phone call from her mom and he's like oh does your mom know you're here red flag I mean are you kidding me do any of your loved ones know where you're at in case you went missing and I just keep you in my apartment forever red flag again while they're talking in that garden area he has this word slip or possibly Freudian slip where he says he always comes there when he wants to complicate life and she's like I think you mean contemplate and I don't think it's actually a Freudian slip I think he's doing it on purpose to both potentially expose himself but also because he's trying to come off as the cute local who, you know, doesn't speak perfect English, 
through and through. And it's just that much more adorable to someone who's not from the area, who's looking for a cute local to hook up with. So, and it works really well for them. Fun fact, I didn't catch this. I saw it on IMDB's page, but I knew it had some sort of significance. I just didn't pick up on this. When they are still in that garden cottage area, she picks up a wolf mask and, you know, like points it at him and growls and it's, Really funny because he doesn't react like at all. It's super awkward. But he is wearing a jacket that has wool on the inside. So it's symbolic of being a wolf in sheep's clothing, which I think is really cool. That's the kind of stuff that normally happens when uh, it's based on a book because the authors put in a lot of this stuff. Uh, it doesn't seem very common in movies to get really good symbolism uh, unless it's a really deep movie like Get Out or something like that. Andy goes and drops her off back at her apartment to which she responds with, hey, you should come up and get a drink. And, you know, he's got better things to do, which immediately I think makes her want him more. And then he just goes right into clearly toying with her emotions. But I mean, she can't really see it because she's so involved with it. He's doing all these subtle touches. And oh, my God. She is so into it. I mean, she is breathing so hard. It's it's ridiculous. And it's at this point that I'm thinking Claire might be the easiest woman that he's ever done this to. And I was assuming there were more women in the past. And we later find out that, yes, in fact, there are more women that he's done this to. She runs into him again the next day at the bookstore. And he's just reading or looking at a book, rather, of sex art. Maybe should be a little put off by that. I mean, who who does that on their free time? I mean, unless you were super, super into like the specific artist or I don't know, you're in a museum or something like that. It's just it's a little freaky. And then they're they're later outside talking and he translates suffocate as he goes to choker. I mean, oh, how hot is that? No, <clears throat> I mean, honestly. This movie, I feel like, really makes you not want to like Claire in the beginning because it's like, woman, you are just falling into every little trap and snare that this man is setting for you. You have no idea what's coming. Ready for the next red flag? He sees that ring around her neck and immediately says, did a boy give this to you? It's like, bro, you already sound super jealous, but, you know, she likes it because, oh, he's really into me, huh? Frustrating. They end up going back to his place and, you know, you're hearing how almost no one lives in this apartment building and it's super old. And then there's a door that goes into the courtyard, which then goes to his apartment building. And he says how the door sticks. And I knew that was going to come up later in the movie. And sure enough, it did. Oh man, another red flag. Oh, those windows don't open. They're about to get into their sex scene, which immediately brings me to my joke moral of the story for this movie. And that is get laid before you go to Berlin. So you're not such an easy target and fall for everything. I mean, this woman was so horny. I'm pretty sure Andy sensed it from a mile away. Another potential red flag, whether or not it's because of where he lives or what he's done to his building, but they're having sex and he's like, yeah, no one will hear you. They're laying in bed and they're talking, little pillow talk. She says, what happens when you know someone? And he says that you get to know all their ugliness. And he says that in German. So not to completely out himself, but Claire, you soon will know his ugliness too. This was funny. I, I told my wife who wasn't watching the movie, the uh, bad guy in this movie is an English teacher. And she's like, oh, of course, all the creepos are either English or music teachers. And can you guess what she does for a living? She's an English teacher. <laughs> 
Andy is now teaching his class and he calls on Franca, who turns out to have a huge role in this movie, not like a large role, but a very important role. And he asks her a specific question about the book that they were reading. And she responds with, he's not finding himself, he's just escaping. And Andy finds that response interesting. And I wonder if he's linking that with himself. He's not finding himself. He's just escaping. Like he's running from who he is by hiding what he does. I don't know. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but back over at his apartment, she realizes that she can't get out. The door is locked and she just has to spend the day there and she's looking around and she finds nail polish in his cabinet. So you know, maybe it's just an X, maybe forgot to throw it out, but probably not. Probably another red flag. You would think all these flags put together would be enough for her to not stay the night again. But when he comes home, she finds it cute. Is like, did you lock me in? And he says, no. Gives her a key for the next day and the key doesn't work. But she doesn't find that out until she finds a Polaroid the next day of... Her back, you see this writing that she has on her back. And this whole scene I thought was a little weird because she goes and checks in the mirror her tattoo as if she's surprised that she has the tattoo. I just felt like that was a really dumb way for them to show us that that is in fact her. But, you know, regardless, she's now on edge and she wants to leave. So she's going to charge her phone because it's dead. And then, oh, lo and behold, no SIM card. Fun fact that I also learned on IMDb because it's been so long since I've had a phone that has a SIM card that you can easily take in and out because iPhones, I don't even know where it is located on an iPhone. You can apparently still make emergency calls with or without a SIM card or a phone plan. Though maybe that's only in the United States. I don't know. I would imagine that a country like Germany would do that as well. So then she decides to use the key that he left for her to get out and she can't get out. So she naturally wants to smash his window, does it, and then finds what looks like plexiglass there. And now she knows she is officially fucked. While all this is happening, Andy's talking with his dad and his dad's asking about Natalie and he, you're like, who's Natalie? But Natalie is clearly his last girlfriend. And he's like, oh, well, she moved back to Canada, leading me to believe that probably killed her. And he's talking about how he's met someone now. And his dad responds with, why do you always go for tourists? Leading us to believe that it's not one tourist. It's not two tourists. It's probably multiple tourists. He's probably just a habitual tourist murderer after he locks him up for a while. We don't know for sure, though. Andy gets home, sees his apartment's a little bit of a wreck, and decides to tie up Claire to the bed. And she's there for a bit. You know, he's texting her mom, and he's just taking a bunch of Polaroids of her. And <laughs> I thought about this. You know the meme from Spider-Man 1, uh, where Dr. Osborne is talking to Peter. He's like, you know, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, Andy saying to Claire, like, you know, I'm somewhat of a photographer myself. <laughs> so she's the, the architecture photographer. Pretty dark, but <laughs> I thought that meme was a little funny. You start to get a little bit more of his work dynamic and a little bit more to what makes him tick and why he's so weird. Because 
his female coworker is talking to him in the break room or teacher's lounge and she touches his arm and he immediately goes to wash it. He hates it. So he must really have some mommy issues, which we later learn that he does. His dad had told him uh, how his mom wants to see him. It sounds like his mom ran out on him. So he's got abandonment issues, but who knows? This man probably could have been abused too. And he probably just sees women as like these vile creatures, except for the ones that he really locks onto and loves. And as soon as they show too many signs of wanting to leave, then yeah, you're getting the ax. And he also seems like the kind of person that can't just love this one person for long, and it's probably because of his quality of love, you know, it's obviously not gonna be reciprocated. So now we're seeing this really uncomfortable scene from gym class where he is staring at Franca in a super inappropriate way, and all the other girls there for that matter too. And it's inevitably his downfall because Franca ends up showing up at his apartment and she ends up seeing Claire in the background, which is super important because if that never happened, she would never get free. And then later when Claire asks what the name of that student was, that's super important too, because if that didn't happen, she wouldn't have been freed in the end. Andy buys Claire some lingerie and she's dancing for him and then like intentionally starts dancing in a non-sexy way, which really pisses him off, which is very funny. She's just taking anything away from him that she can, any amount of power that she has. So it's pretty interesting because when Andy goes to this New Year's party, that same female coworker he gets a really bad interaction with because she just wants him to come up and join the party. And he responds with, does your husband appreciate when you're coming on to other men like this? And you know, she's obviously pretty upset about that and tells him to leave. And this makes me think that Claire might be resisting Andy and giving him enough pushback and stress while she's locked up in this apartment more than any other girl has because it seems like he's quickly falling apart at the seams. I mean, it seemed like his coworkers really liked him in the beginning of this movie, but now I couldn't imagine them even inviting him anywhere, anytime in the future. During the fireworks, Andy seems like he's got his eyes on his next victim and he does the exact same thing where he accidentally says the wrong word and she corrects his English. And again, I think it's just a method of being the cute guy who doesn't speak perfect English who is from that area. Someone comes to aid Claire and try to rescue her because she is screaming in the apartment at the worst time ever because he shows up and then Andy's right behind him with that crowbar to just you know really cave in his skull and his back and all that and I thought it was interesting because you know normally crowbars are used to break into something but in this case it was used to kill someone who's trying to break into your house so interesting little juxtaposition there so that seems like the last straw for Andy and he tells her to pack her things because he's going to get the apartment fumigated Highly doubt that. I'm just thinking he's probably about to kill her. And, you know, kind of interested, like, what he's even doing to these people to kill them. But then you see that he leaves the apartment and he shuts off the water. So it's like, are you just going to let her die of dehydration and then you're going to get rid of the body? And how is this even working where you're just burning bodies in dumpsters and not getting caught? Like that can't, that can't be effective, even in an apartment building that has maybe eight people in it. Before he left the apartment and shut off the water though, she notices that he is grading notebooks from school and sees Franca's name and takes the immediate initiative to go and burn her hand on the stove, which is crazy dedication and quick action. And I applaud that, that's crazy. 
and you know sends him to go get some cream and she just hides franca's book for a second to then throw polaroids in there which is just so smart and it's still like a long shot that he's not going to catch it or that anything will come of it but you gotta hand it to her she went for it so then we're back at school franca opens up that notebook sees the polaroid and immediately knows what she has to do i thought she was just going to try and get out of class i wasn't expecting her to immediately go to the apartment because my first reaction as a kid would be to tell you know the principal your parents, something like that. But I'm glad that Franca did what she did by getting up and running to go rescue her because she knows where she lives. And you don't know how quick Annie could get back there to make her disappear or die before the authorities could do anything. And would they even believe her? Is a Polaroid enough for them to even go and investigate? Who knows? Franca ends up dropping the freaking picture, which ended up working out because then the rest of the school saw it. But she probably would have had more time to free Claire if she hadn't dropped it. But at least at this point, all the students see it and you can guarantee Andy will not have a job and might get further charges just for having that happen. And then they eventually end up trapping him in his own apartment, which is just poetic justice real quick before i get into my review i just want to say this one last fun fact and that is that this movie was filmed in both berlin and australia they completely recreated andy's apartment in australia and then all the buildings outside the windows was green screen i just think that's super cool all right now my review versus rotten tomatoes is review so rotten tomatoes the critics gave it 76 percent and the audience gave it 53 percent i personally would would give it a 7 out of 10, so 70%. I thought this movie was mostly entertaining to watch and had a good amount of symbolism and foreshadowing. I also like that they took a common fear that people have, and that's being abducted while you're traveling, and then they paired it with the history of Berlin. And I also really like how creative and original Claire was found. Her way of getting rescued was just awesome. My main complaints with this movie are, I think it drug on a little bit too long. I think it could have been shortened by at least 20 minutes for all that happened. I do also kind of wish that this movie would have kept you guessing a little bit more as to what would happen next. Andy seemed to be a little bit of a shallow antagonist and we weren't really shown exactly how much he was capable of. So to me, at least my male perspective, he wasn't as scary as I think he could have been. And that's all I have for you guys today on the movie Berlin Syndrome. Let me know down in the comments what you thought of this movie or what movie I should watch next. And don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll see you guys in the next one.